Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back into a little Cowboys draft talk here, specifically with regard to Tristan Hill. And the day of the draft, I, Friday, I, I tend to, I, I, that's the first time I started hearing a lot of Tristan Hill talk. Mm-hmm. And like, because obviously KT and, and guys over there are wired in talking to the right people. And there's all of a sudden there's a lot of Tristan Hill. A lot of Tristan Hill, and I thought, wait a second, are, are we sure? You know, this I, I haven't heard a lot of people super excited about this guy. Um, obviously, we've been focusing on the safety names. I'm like, Juan Thornhill, oh, he's not going to be there. He might go in the first. He's not going to be there. There he was at 58. He was available. Uh, Taylor Rapp, the safety, was available. Bad 40 time, but Broadus is big on him. KT was big on him. I'm thinking, okay, both those safeties are available. It's the most pressing need. And there they went with a three technique, a guy that really fits what Marinelli seems to look for, um, really athletic, a guy who can push the pocket, a guy who can you know, get by blockers pretty easily, moves really well for a big old boy. But he only played, you know, he only had one start his senior season. And so in his, you know, I think he had three sacks. It was a career high. So it was like, wait, what are that? But the safety, but the, the whole, so I was confused by it. But there was enough talk leading up to the pick from the people in the know that I'm like, okay, they must really like him. I think the people in the know were talking to Rod Marinelli or knew where his head was. And I think this is also a great example of coaches don't view all coaches the same. And I think it's a clear indication that a professional coaching staff looked at what happened and said, (laughs) man, did this current coaching staff screw that up or what? Now, a lot of times it can be on the player, right? And maybe standing on the outside looking in, you go, oh, that that's man, that player was uncoachable, blah, blah, blah. But man, it seemed from everything I read post draft, Marinelli invested a yes. lot of time in this guy. Now, before I throw this over to you, KT, because you're the you're the workhorse on all this, I was listening to y'all's coverage and it was sin freaking sensational. Thank you. It's hard not to cuss just now. But all the talk about Mar- Marinelli to your point skin. Didn't he say they were talking every day? Every Tristan day. Tristan Hill said he and Marinelli were talking every day. Someone close to Tristan Hill said that it had become like a father-son relationship. Like they were going out to dinner. They'd getting, they'd getting to be real close. Now, the thing about Tristan Hill, I think, first of all, I think on the service level, I think we all go, okay, one start. What happened? He was the best player on that team well, from a defensive standpoint. He was the best player on that defense mm-hmm. in Central Florida. Um had a great year, and then all the coaches left. New coaches come in, ask him to do a few more different things on, you know, on defense. And instead of just doing it, mm-hmm. he was opinionated about it. And there you go. I can't find you're being a jerk. I'm the new defensive coordinator here. I'm, I'm putting my mark on this defense. You're being loud, and you're kind of starting a little commotion here. Not being opinion, sharing your opinions about the new defense. How about you're not starting? And then Tristan Hill's like, okay, screw you then. I'm leaving after this year. Well, you, once you make your mind up that you're leaving, you start really caring what you're a part of. 
But how is that not a red flag? I'm not, it I'm is. Not, it definitely I'm is. I'm not saying for – I'm just saying why yeah. wouldn't the Cowboys look at that? Why would they like him so much that they – to your point, Skin, maybe they don't view all coaches the same, but that would be a red flag under any other circumstances. But they were like, nope, we want that guy who couldn't get along with his coach and basically quit. It, here, well, it's, well, let me just say this. Yeah. It's a red flag for sure. So then they go to his other coaching staff that's at Nebraska and they rave about the guy that they won a national championship with. Now we can get into the whole and dynamics. His right. We can get into the whole dynamic of that, but that was a national champion caliber defense. They're all wearing their mythical national championship rings because they went undefeated. And that is a defense that has produced NFL players already. And he was viewed as the best defensive player. So instead of going to the staff that got it wrong, they went to the staff that he won with and said, what's the deal on this guy? All right, the new the new staff comes in, they switch schemes, and it is a red flag for a young guy to question these guys where he's going, wait, we were champs. Why are we changing he's all this stuff up? 20 at the time, too. Right. You know, he's young. Uh, there's a series that DallasCowboys.com does called the, I forgot what it's called, but it, it was about the kind of pre-draft process, and... It had some, uh, you know, things of the scouting world, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, what the guys in it. There's a part of it where it flashes on the board of one of their offices. I think it's Will McClay's office, but I'm not sure. And it's got five questions. It says, who is the guy? Number one. Number two is, how much football does he know? Number three, can he learn football? Number four, does he love football? Number five, do we want him on our team? Now, there's more that you look into there, but there's some some base uh, it's a base framework of what they're looking for in a player, especially given with what happened with David Irving. Listen to Jason Garrett. This is cut to Shippy. Listen to Jason Garrett when asked about all of the questions about Tristan Hill. Yeah, we absolutely did. We got very comfortable with that question because we had the same question that everybody else had. You know, he plays well in 17 and then is not a starter in 18, but he's playing a lot. What's going on there? So that was one of the questions that we tried to get to the bottom of. Talked to a lot of people there. We talked to a lot of guys on the previous staff and felt very good about uh, the kind of young man he is. And uh, he's still a young guy. Uh, he's still maturing, uh, but as all the stuff that we, we think is most important, he loves ball. Uh, he wants to work at it. He wants to be great. He wants to be part of something special. We feel like he has all those qualities, and hopefully we can put him in a good environment where we bring all that out of him. I think that's real interesting, the idea of he wants to be a part of something special. Yes, you're not a part of anything in your last year of college when you made up your mind. Yeah, and I and I'm totally projecting here. But if you were a part of this incredible, I mean, think about the way that that team pulled together. We're the national champions. No one is giving us any credit. Look at who their leader was. I mean, we have come to figure out that the Griffin brothers are special, special people, right? They're yeah. the they're the leaders, and then everything goes away, and then this new staff comes in. They're like, all right, we're changing everything up. You're like, but wait a minute, don't you guys understand what we had here? It was special, and I think there's, I think that that's what the Cowboys evaluation is is that he did not do well in the transition, do well in the transition moving away from the special thing that that program was. Okay, that said, I, I agree with you. And I trust it. I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, here. Absolutely. Um, I, want to, I want to know why. Why isn't that a red flag? Well, it clearly was a red flag. They investigated and felt good with, uh, the, you know, felt good about it. So that said, did the Cowboys then benefit from a guy who maybe slipped through the cracks? Maybe other people weren't willing to go that much of a deep dive here. Also, not every team values a three technique that has his unique skill set the same way. I think he would have been gone in the next 10 picks. I mean, I, I don't think he would have been on the board very long. There were rumors that Minnesota liked him at 50, 
There were some a little bit of talk about him going in the forties even. And you know, the draft got real deep, you know, from seventeen to hundred. The draft got real deep. So it's you start going, okay, well, that's why this guy fell a little bit. It's like it's not that he fell far, it's that there's a bunch of players in this draft. Did bunch this, of, did bunch this, of guys didn't get drafted that should have got drafted because there was just a bunch of players at that position. And KT, remember two months ago, all the talk was this is the draft of defensive tackles. Yeah. Did it end up being that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you look at the first round and all the people who went. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Did we play his call yet? Are uh, you going to no, play that? No, I have it. Yeah, let's let's hear the Tristan. Well, let me let me let me say this real quick. I think Tristan Hill. What a what people. I and I've I I did a story on him for the Athletic and reached out to people in Central Florida to kind of hey, what's going on? You know, just kind of. And they're like, yeah, he's a likable dude. He's a very likable guy. And there's some things on him. He's not ready to know how an NFL player works. So going and learning under Demarcus Lawrence and Tyron Crawford is going to be huge for him because I don't think he yet knows that. He knows how Rod Marinelli is going to do things, and Rod Marinelli sold on him being in on that, and Garrett sold on him. Like I don't think this is a thing where if just Rod was the only one sold, I think the other guys are asking the questions, and Rod might have sold them, you know, and we'll see how it works out. I do think I want to play the Stephen cut. I will play the call in a minute. Okay. I do want to play the Stephen cut, and they asked Stephen, "Do you think Hill could be the starter?" I think. He absolutely can. Now, it depends what they do with Tyrone Crawford, but I would not be surprised one bit if Tristan Hill is starting for you this year. Mm. And that's uh, listen to Steven talk about it as well. He's sure going to compete to start. I mean, he's got the skill set, but, uh, you know, we got great players on that defensive line. And really, when you look at the way Rod plays the defensive line, I mean, it's a wave. Those guys are all going to play 25, 30 plays. And, uh, you know, if you're one of our top six, seven defensive linemen, you know, in my mind, you're a starter. It's, you know, he's got great competition there. Malik Collins is a great player. And, uh, you know, we've got great depth now uh, in that defensive line. And, uh, you know, that's where you want to be strong on the fronts. Can I ask one more question? Mm-hmm. Have we eliminated any and all talk of adding Ndamukong Su to this team? We shouldn't eliminate no. it. Can we you- shouldn't eliminate any, any any of the guys that are out there. If the bottom falls out of their market and you can steal them and add them to this Super Bowl contending team, at least that's your hope, mm-hmm. you would absolutely have to look at it, especially if it's just a one-year deal. And what do they have, $16 million of cap something space like left, that, something yeah. like that? So why not? If you don't get a deal done, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to get a deal done with Cooper, but if you don't get a deal done with Dak, man, I am all for adding Sue for one year. Even if it's overpaying him a little bit for one year. And, why, he, and there's really no rush unless you feel like you really, really want him. Mm-hmm. You still wait a little bit and see what happens. I would love that. Who else is out? Oh, the safety's still out there. The old chief safety. Eric, Eric Berry's Berry. still Eric out Berry. there, too. I could yeah. see him bringing in Eric Berry. If, if those guys, happen. if the market completely dries up for those guys, why not? This is a Super Bowl aspiring team. You right. get Barry for like $2 million, $3 million probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, Jerry, why not a safety on day two? This is cut. Well, Sorry. We had about seven things that could happen good for us. Uh, five of them went away the first day, and they were various things. They were everything from injury, every consideration you could imagine of where an opportunity might be in the second round. Uh, but we had the two that were there when we started the day were there when we got to our pick. So we uh, were excited, uh, did not attempt to uh, trade. Uh, yes, the alternative situation there would have been uh, safety. Okay. It confirmed for us. So it which one was it? Thornhill. Okay. And that was the that was the big battle. And then Chris Richard, it sounds like Chris Richard's the one who said, 
we're good. Don't I know we, we think we safety for yourself, but Tristan Hill fits here better than than Thornhill does, and he's right. Get the disruptor. This is the secret audio call with Tristan Hill. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? We're doing fantastic. Uh, we've been waiting a long time. Fifty-seven picks. So much racket back there. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's I'm ready. Stuff. Let's go. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. Here's Coach Marinelli. <laughs> what do you think, big guy? It's not Coach. <laughs> now, do you have your contract there, ready to sign it? Yes, sir. Let's do it. I'm ready to go. Hey, Tristan. Congratulations. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's go. Well, I'm I'm glad to be able to make this call. You got a lot of support in this room. Yes, yes sir. I do. I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, come yes, on sir. in. Rod's yes, ready sir. for you. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, man. Congratulations. Okay, great. Okay, Tristan. Thank you, buddy. Bye, bye. All right, awesome stuff. A lot okay. of racket in the back there, huh? Fantastic <laughs> coverage again. KT Kavanaugh, Broadus, Hellman, Dane Brugler, and just saw this from the NFL. The 2019 NFL draft reached new heights and record numbers: 47.5 million viewers, oh. 600,000 fans in attendance, making it the highest-rated, most-watched, and most-attended draft of all time the yep. craziest thing i saw was that drone shot of the main street of nashville there on day one i was in shock at how many people were and there next year we go to vegas oh rod's ready for you hold uh, on jones uh, uh, yeah jones this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.